Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am normally your host, Cassie Parks, but today I am going to turn the hosting duties over to Sonia and she gets to ask me whatever she wants. So first, before I turn it over to her, I do want to wish you a happy new year. This is coming out right around New Year's, so I want to wish you a happy um, beginning of 2021. So take it over, Sonia. All right, Cassie. I'm going to start with one that I think is interesting because I know from my experience in life, we all have our pet peeves. So what is your biggest pet peeve around people in LOA? Oh, um, people in LOA. Mm, So like I am not doing the work. Like if you're to, to being honest and like really looking at it um, and, you know, just not walking your talk, if you're talking your talk, right. It's one thing. And I think we're all on a journey and we're all learning. And I do feel a deepened responsibility as a coach to look even deeper, to make sure to double, triple check. Like, are you on it? Are you living it? Are you doing it today? And sometimes the answer is no. Right. Sometimes I'm like, you would, what would you tell someone else today? Right. (laughs) But it's, (laughs) um, but I'm willing to check and I'm willing to do it. And I think really to be willing to do the hard work, Mm -hmm. which is, is keep doing the work, you know, keep doing what you say. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where that would be frustrating, especially in other people or other coaches, especially to be like, wait, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Cassie, and I'm going to interrupt this answer to both update my answer, but also to give you a law of attraction and a story lesson right now. So when Sonia asked this question um, originally, you know, I went to find an answer. And when I gave the answer, you know, that about different things and, and my original answer, if you've heard part of it or not, is that you know, my pet peeve was when people didn't walk their talk with the law of attraction. And that used to be true. And after we got done with the interview, you know, an enchanted circle call and other things. And, but there was just something all through the night and into the morning that was nagging me about that. I'm like, I don't like that answer. I don't like what I said. And it didn't feel good. Right. And I went through the steps and I'm like, okay, what doesn't feel good? Are you worried about this? Like, you know, I really always want to honor people and not be in a judgment place. And I went through and I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it. And then I figured it out uh, about 12 hours later. And so that's why I'm coming to you with this updated answer to number one, show you that you get to update your answers because the last story that you tell is the next story that's going to become true. So for me, the reason I don't like the answer of, you know, my pet peeve is when people don't walk their talk is because that's actually not true anymore. And I don't, the reason that I want to update that story is because I don't want more of that in my life, which is why I don't have pet peeves. 
And once I had a little space and I could analyze and I could look at it, I realized that my past self answered that question. And this happens. I see it sometimes with my clients and I've experienced it before with myself is that when we haven't had to look at something in a while, or we haven't had to answer something in a while or think about it, you know, we can get, if it's not some one of those things that that's on top of our mind every day, right? So like for me, you know, money and my money story, I'm always upgrading that. That's always on the front of my mind. But something like this, where somebody asks me a question, you know, what is my pet peeve? I haven't thought about that in so long that when I did think about it on this spot, I my my past self, like the last answer came in because I just haven't updated the file. And so my last answer was that people don't, you know, when people don't walk their talk. And the thing about that answer um, is that that was true, but it's not true anymore. The truth for me, both my current and I know for my future self, is that I don't have pet peeves because I don't want to be focused. I don't want to create more energy on things that don't serve me. And so while my past was, you know, my pet peeve was people not walking their talk. You know, when I, the thing that bugged me about saying that answer was that I don't have that anymore. I don't have that pet peeve because I don't want more of that. So instead of there, there came a point where I stopped focusing on that, right? Or being, irritated by it and I shut down certain things and I stopped following certain people because you know while I might have loved them like truly loved them um not just as a you see them on Facebook but like a real life love there have been certain people that I have shut down on Facebook because they didn't walk their talk I've been in groups where they weren't walking their talk and it would it would drive me nuts that they wouldn't do the work they, they wouldn't do whatever the work, you know, they believed in this, they would tout it, but they wouldn't do the work. And so that really did used to bug me. And what I did about that and why there is an updated answer is I created a world where I'm not bugged by that because it doesn't really exist in my world anymore. Sure, I could go looking for it, right? I could go look at other coaches and I, I don't know, I could, I could spend time and I could tune my focus into that, but I don't want to. Um... Because I shifted my focus and the focus that I shifted it to was that I'm surrounded by people who do the work, which is what happens in the Enchanted Circle, which is what, you know, Sonia, who's interviewing me, she does the work every day. People come into the Enchanted Circle and they're doing the work. And if they're not, we don't spend time in, you know, it's not okay not to do the work. And I will even say things like, you know, if if you have a question, but I haven't seen an assignment in a while, I will say I'm not answering the question until you've done the work because the work is what makes the difference. And so what I have done is created a world where that, that what used to be a pet peeve doesn't exist anymore because what I did was I took that thing that bugged me and I said, what do I want instead? And what I wanted was to be surrounded by people who did the work. And so I became the person who believed I could be surrounded by people who did the work because I had a lot of experience in my past um, having interactions and having relationship with with people who um, you know believed in the law of attraction they used it somewhat they thought they were using it 
but they, when it came to the hard work uh, that Sonia and I talk about in this interview coming up and also in last week's interview, when it came to that work, they didn't do it. And so when I said, what do I want? I want to be surrounded by people who are doing the work. I want to interact. I want to show the world what happens when you do the work. I started to focus on that. I started to change my story about that there are people. I'm not the only person who will do the work. I'm not a unicorn. You know, I can attract people who want to do the work and who are committed and who do the work because it gets them the results and because they're ready to grow, right? And so I have created a life and a business that is all about people doing the work. And that's my updated answer on a pet peeve is that I don't have a pet peeve because I don't want any of my energy going into the thing that bugs me. You know, I want to be creating. I don't want to be identifying anything as this always bugs me. I want to be saying, you know, I'm on the spot right now trying to think of what is different, like what could be what I want as a pet peeve, like the thing that I love, right? Instead of a pet peeve, I'm focused on creating what I love and what fuels my soul. And for me, um, that's of course my friends and my family and, and living my best life and and my fullest life, like the life that I love, not like it's my best life, but it's the life that I love. But it is also being surrounded by people who are doing the work and who are growing deeply on their journey. So that is my updated answer to what my pet peeve is, is that I don't have a pet peeve. I have a what I love and what I want more of thing. And that is people doing the work. So we're going to return to uh, the regular episode, but I hope you have learned both from this why focus is important and that it is okay to change and update your answer. You know, I will do this with people in my life. Obviously, I want to model this for you who are listening that you get to choose. So don't be afraid to call up a friend that you had a conversation with an hour ago or yesterday or last week and you realize like, I said some things that I don't want to be my story. Don't be afraid to call up and be like, hey, you know when I said X, Y, Z? Well, this is what I meant, A, B, C, D, right? Don't be afraid to upgrade those stories because because the last story that you told is the story that's going to be true tomorrow too. So focus on that. Focus on what you want. And let's get back to this interview. (laughs) Yeah. And none of this is perfect. It's not about a judgment. It's really about... Like, are you, are you paying attention to you? You know, if you are, because I do feel as, you know, I, you know, am a leader in this area and a lot because I've chosen to be, anytime you Mm -hmm. call yourself a coach, you have to decide, I think that you're going to be a leader. And so that means I've taken on an additional responsibility to be a little harder on myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Cause you can't lead people if you're not willing to kind of you know, go and explore uncharted waters. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're only going to get so far. (laughs) So it's something I've noticed, especially this year is like really that like up leveling. You talk about it all the time. Like you come in at a level and then you like up level and you can't do the same things that you were doing. They just don't work. Like the game changes and then you up level again and it changes again and it changes again. Would you mind talking a little bit about your 
your journey and like what it was like as you've kind of up leveled like how your experience with LOA and how you use it has evolved and shifted yeah um so I will say and I think you meant this and I'll give a little um the same thing so I do the same techniques but not always in the same way or the things shift right the things Mm -hmm. that a great example is um you know if happy is your feeling of, you know, sort of when you're going to manifest $10,000, but you come back around and maybe that new list that we make is happy. And this happens for me too. Right. But the things that make you happy, you have to up level because Mm -hmm. either you've integrated, um, you've integrated so well that you're naturally doing those things, things, and it's time to turn it up a a notch or 10 Mm -hmm. and, or the same things that made you happy don't. And so it's, when you say the same things, I think it's really looking, I do the same things. Like I do the workshop, I do scripting, I do, Mm -hmm. you know, money manifesting and, but it's, you can't just assume because you did it last time you did this exercise, that -hmm. it's the same answer. You know, you really, part of that up-leveling is looking at everything at this new level, right? So if you think about it, like climbing in a mountain from each peak, you have to look again, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at what you want because often what we want changes as soon as we realize we can get it. And that's what I found in the early days, that right? Is very little, true. <laughs> right. You can relate, <laughs> yeah. you know, once you, once that's attainable, sometimes you go, Oh, do I really want that? And whether that's a conscious or just an unconscious or, you know, you realize like, Oh, I don't really want that. I just wanted sort of to know I could get it. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that up-leveling, it comes, I believe from doing the same thing. Like uh, we always script, we do the workshop, we do it the same way, but the up-level comes from allowing yourself to see deeper, grow deeper, like take a fresh look at the same thing. Mm -hmm. Did that answer your question? Yeah, for sure. It's because you you talk about up-leveling and it, I've, I've done it and like, Cause I, I really like, I remember going through a point with you where it was just like, Sonia, that's not like what you were doing. Isn't going to work anymore. <laughs> I remember and those I'm conversations. Like, <laughs> I'm like, but it, but it works so well. Like why, why won't it keep working? <laughs> but that's like, like you said, like you're a different person. So of course it's different. And of course things are going to shift and change. And you, as you become bigger and want more and want bigger, and like you said, no more is possible. Everything else is going to shift as well. Yes. What is the number one thing that you wish, I guess you can kind of, what you asked me last time, like what is the number one myth about LOA that you wish wasn't the, what people thought about LOA? Oh, um, that it's supposed to be easy. Mm. Like it, in itself, it is easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but, you yeah. know, <laughs> it is easy to do your assignments and want things. Yes. <laughs> um, and then when you have to open up or, you know, allowing yourself to have them, isn't always easy going through breakdowns to open up that space and let go is not always easy. And it doesn't, it gets easier in a sense that 
you understand it. Like you're like, oh, okay, this is what's happening a little quicker, right? So mm-hmm. maybe oh, yeah. a couple days in instead of a couple weeks in, but the feeling and the process of it, it doesn't feel easier because it's growth. It's, it's yeah. still, breakdowns are still generally painful and yeah. they involve a lot of emotion and a lot of release and a lot of letting go and looking at yourself and deciding to sort of let go of the shore again of what you know to become what you, you know, what you, who, the person who has what you want um, is it's usually scary. And it is sometimes it gets scarier because the stakes get higher, right? Yeah. You're, <laughs> oh, um, oh yeah. Cause like now I'm, I'm placing bets now that a year ago I would have never been like, I would still like <laughs> no, absolutely not. What do you mean? And now I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to play. Why not? Let's see what happens. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, um, so that is the myth, like that it's supposed to just be easy. And if it's not easy, you should stop. Um, because it, and, or that if it doesn't feel good, you should stop. Like, I believe we should orient towards what feels good, but growth does not usually feel good sometimes. And there are moments, right. There are, you know, there are vast, um, you know, it's an 80, 20, 80% feels really good in 20% of the time. It does not, Mm -hmm. but those are the moments. And I've heard you say it Mm -hmm. um, before. I don't know if you've said it in an interview, but those are the moments um, that make you, those are the moments that you're growing and you're about to get that next thing you want. Oh, oh, for sure. Like I, society in general has such a bad condensation of breakdowns. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that is because when most people have a breakdown, it comes from the place of like lack and stress and, you know, all this bad stuff piles on you and you can't take it anymore. I had one of those breakdowns. Mm -hmm. I never want to have another one of those breakdowns, but now I'm excited when I have a breakdown (laughs) because I know (laughs) what is going to come after that breakdown. So what would you like to kind of tell people who hear us talk about breakdowns and are like, I don't want to do anything that's going to cause me a breakdown. Like, what would you tell people about the breakdowns that happen when you're growing? Mm. Breakdowns are so, they're natural and they're good. They're things breaking apart to be put back together. And so you mentioned that stress and having that. And I agree, like often that's what we think is a breakdown. We just can't handle anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, yeah. so we break down so that we can do it differently, you know, like after a breakdown, most people, and a lot of people push themselves to that breakdown that is horrible because they haven't felt, they haven't grown, they haven't chosen what makes them happy. They're not engaged in that, right? They're just piling on, piling on, piling on. Yeah. Um, and so when you hear us say breakdown, we are really talking about that thing that happens when you grow to a certain point. I'm going to use this reference. And it's sort of like the incredible Hulk, like the shirt has to rip, right? (laughs) That is exactly what it's like. It's just like, you can't contain it anymore. And it's like, boom. And you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like the shirt doesn't fit. Like the insides don't fit in the same way they were because you've grown and, and you just have to break apart to be put back together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And I will say as someone who had, it'll be three years ago in 
uh, the end of January, I had a massive mental breakdown. I ended up going to therapy for like eight or nine months, like once a week. Like Mm -hmm. that was a big shift that ended up leading me to working with you. But it was actually my therapist that introduced me to the law of attraction. She was like, you should do a vision board. (laughs) Amazing. From there. Yeah. Everything else just like, of course, came into place. But the breakdowns are completely different. Like that was one kind of breakdown, but the breakdowns doing the work are completely different. Mm -hmm. And if, in my opinion, if you're afraid to have those breakdowns, then you need a coach. If you want your life to change and you're afraid to go through it on your own, you absolutely positively need a coach hands down. I would agree. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's that support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And holding the space and telling you you're not crazy because you're not, even though you can feel crazy. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Because it can feel like, oh, this is the end of the world. Like, what what am Mm -hmm. I going to do? How is this going to turn out? And it's like, no, like, just feel it. Yes. And see what happens and give it space. Mm -hmm. What on the other side of like the breakdowns, giving space is such a big thing. And we talk about it all the time in a circle. And I know you're really big on space. What do you kind of myths around giving space or why do you think people don't give space in their life? Oh, I think, um, people often going back to feeling they feel, fill the space so they don't have to feel the space. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're constantly busy, you don't have time to feel and you don't have time to think or process um, what's going on and what's going right or what's going wrong, right? Because if you're always running from one thing to another, you can get this in yourself, you can create this false like, oh yeah, I'm okay, I'm happy. Um, because you don't mm-hmm. have any space to see, you don't have any space to see is your relationship, what you want it is where you live, what you want. Are you like, do you wake up happy? Right. If you have to immediately get up and, and go and you go, 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 go until you hit the pillow, um, or you go, go, go until you sort of veg out, you know, in front of the TV at night and then go to bed. Um, you, you don't see that stuff. You're not available to see that stuff. And so space is what, first of all, gives us that space to feel things. And like you, you mentioned in the interview before, you had a lot to feel um, Mm -hmm. that you hadn't felt. And, and that stuff comes up when there is space. Mm -hmm. And so, but if you keep your schedule packed, it, it never comes up because there's no space for it. Um, so that is one reason I lost track of the original question. Was it what, why is space important? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you wish people understood about oh, giving yeah. space? Yeah. Um, and you have, there has to be space for new. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are not successful with the law of attraction, um, there's probably about three top things that I would go to right away. Like I can just kind of guess what's going on. And one of those top three is that there's not, there's not space. There's not room in your life, right? There's either, there's too much stuff to 
you know, fit more clothes. There's, you know, there's too much stuff. Um, there's, you know, there's too many things like we just talked about running, running, running. There's, there's too much to invite a partner in or a child in, right. Uh, because even more money in. Yes. (laughs) That was me. Like, (laughs) yeah. Oh yes. 24 seven. There was no space in my life. Which is so weird because we think, and I, I think I thought this at the same time, because when, you know, if you've listened before, you know, one of my, at one point, my story was money chaser. And when I was chasing money, there was no space for like easy money. There was no space for more money because I was already, you know, had my main job and sort of three side hustles. Right. Right. And, and I wasn't evaluating whether those were a great hourly rate. Sometimes I look back at that and I'm like, it took you an hour, right. Took you an hour to drive there and then 45 minutes to drive back. And, you know, like that, yeah, you might've made, you know, $25 for a half an hour, but, but when you add it up, it doesn't, it's not great. (laughs) You know, you you just stayed at work for one more hour and then went and did something that made you happy because a lot of times those that chasing also for me got combined with, um, it got me to do the thing that I love, uh, mm-hmm. you know, things that I loved and enjoyed. And I, that's kind of how I justified it, but I could have just worked a little more where I was getting paid more and then chose to go engage in my happiness instead of thinking I had to get paid, you know, for that. And everything had to be about that. Yeah. It totally requires, I love that you said that. Cause I'm just flashing to this money chasing period in my life where there was no room for extra money, um, to come in because I would, there was no time for, there was no time to enjoy it. And there was also no time to let it in or, or inspiration to hit, right. Which is another big thing. You need space for inspiration, which is key to the law of attraction. And if there is no space inspiration will not come because, and I've learned this over and over again in my business, multiple times when I open up space is when the next iteration of my business shows up. It's I'm a hundred percent convinced it was opening up the space. I know I'm not convinced. I know opening up the space is what led the workshop to be able to show up. Um, really? Yeah. Because it requires, you know, three days investment of me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And prior to it showing up, you know, I had, I went through manifest 10 K again, when I shifted it to manifest 10 K through from money, money, money. And one of the things was, um, you know, on my activation feeling activation list was like watching friends in the afternoon. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have heard this story and, and also taking Wednesdays off Mm -hmm. because I had, I had fallen back into the old pattern. I didn't have to, I didn't need to work 40 hours a week, but I was making myself like very unconsciously. It was just falling back into what I did when I had a job. And it was that space. If I hadn't had that space, there's no way a three-day workshop would have have ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't, you weren't going to think that into existence. Right. Exactly. There was no way to think that into existence. Oh no you know, it was all inspiration and it had to be inspiration. And, um, it's just the way it had to be created. And it, there wasn't space for it to be created for those seeds to grow inside my mind or wherever inspiration comes from, whatever you believe. And it it just couldn't without the space and being (laughs) overpacked. Yeah, for sure. So one last question I've got Mm -hmm. for you. What 
is the inspiration that you've had in 2020 that you're the most excited about? Uh, There's been so many and, but the most exciting is um, most recent and it just literally popped in one day in one way. And, and I could feel it not, it was inspired. It felt good. It totally, but then it just didn't flow the execution. And about a couple days later, it popped up again. And that is in a, in a different way. And that inspiration is to open up back up pay after you manifest for, um, right now it's for the first 31 days of, um, you can join the enchanted circle for 31 days, start manifest 10 K, which now starts with amazing steps, which were also inspired. Um, they are amazing. steps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We didn't share that in the last interview, but you should definitely share just in those steps. How much money did you manifest? So I started the, uh, the steps there, there are multiple steps. Cassie's like, do as many as you want in a day. I kind of like spread it out. But the first assignment is to intend to manifest a thousand dollars. And I was just kind of like, okay, like I've, I'm game. Like I've, I've done this and I've had success manifesting money. Sure. And in 11 days, 11 days, no, 10 days, 10 days. I manifested over $11,000 Yes, in 10 days <laughs> when I intended for a thousand dollars to show up in my life. It's amazing. Yes. Ah, uh, cause they're so good and they're so inspired. And so this new inspiration to open back up and let people get started with manifest 10 K with the coaching, which I've done maybe one time, but it was, it was different. And, um, I'm, I know much more now I've coached many more people. So everybody's benefiting from that, but, um, opening it up with that type of coaching and the opportunity to join our four calls a week and to be able to be with you guys and see like, Oh, that's possible. And that's possible. And that's possible, um, <laughs> up front, you know, cause you get to hear it on the interviews, but this is every day you get to see what's possible. And so, I am so excited for that inspiration because it was one of my favorite. I love being the person who can offer that, who trusts enough in the universe, who trusts enough in what I know, and that I'm always manifesting money that I can allow um, people to start and pay 10% of what they manifest, which I mean, it's really successful for talking about you, right? You're you're in for five years. And um, so you don't have to, pay a portion of your manifesting, but I bet you would have started and you said, you know, if you can manifest $11,000 and that cost you 1100, um, after you're successful, I love being the person who can offer that. Um, yeah. because it, go it's ahead. An incredible opportunity. I mean, not just for anybody who wants to join, but for you too. I mean, that, that shows where your money story is. Yes that shows where your money story is and anybody that you're going to hire as a coach, you need to look at that person and go, I want what they have mm-hmm. or they're not the right coach for you. If you can look at their life and be like, I wouldn't want to live the, the life that they're living. Then why are you working with them? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> um, yeah. And that I love being the person who can do that. And so, you know, it's, it's been inspired the whole time. It was inspired to create manifest 10 K it was inspired to pay after you manifest. It was inspired to shut it down for a little while and open that opportunity back up and close it back in. 
And as it has evolved, you know, I've trusted that inspiration, but I will say, I love when I'm in that space of that's who I get to be because it's, I love walking my talk and it's the ultimate of that. Oh, for sure. It it is for sure. It's super exciting. And I am super excited for you. (laughs) Me too, because I've also (laughs) had to grow into the fact that, um, you know, and really open and see like, this is so good for you guys too. Um, because there have been moments in the past where I've, I haven't quite had pay after manifest, but I've had little ideas and I'm like, Oh, that would be fun. And I'm like, yeah, nope, that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And honoring of the people that are already there. And so I just let it go. Right. And I've probably done that 20 times in the past couple of years. And to have this, where I can say like, Oh yeah, this is going to be amazing for them. And I know I know that on some level they co-created it with me mm-hmm. is just super fun. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I am so excited to meet everybody who joins. Yay. Me with too. This offer. <laughs> <laughs> we I love when new people join the enchanted circle. Like it's so much fun to watch everybody else grow and shift and change. And then like, it helps me grow and shift and change. And it's just like the most amazing group to be a part of. Yes, it is. I, I will agree with that. And so at the time you're listening to this, it's, uh, we start, this should come out on the 29th, I believe of December and we're starting in three days. So if you're listening to this, you know, get on payafteryoumanifest.com. If you're like, oh, I want to know Sonia and I want to hang out with Cassie and <laughs> let's do this. Yes, do it. If you, if you have any twinge of, I want to work with Cassie, just do it. Don't even think about it sign up and do it because you're going to go and you're going to be three months, six months, a year, a year and a half, two years, five years. And your life is going to be so different and amazing. Like I can't even put into words how much my life has changed and how much I know is coming from being a part of this process. Oh, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. Um, and I would love to keep having you ask me questions. We will probably have to do this again. Uh, I would but- love to. <laughs> we'll make this a regular thing, um, but we're going to let you all go for right now because we have an Enchanted Circle call to jump on, speaking of thank talking you. about amazing people and manifestations. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for joining. Make sure to come back next week. We're starting a two-year story. It's going to be amazing. So have a wonderful week and join us in Uh, the enchanted circle. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. I love helping people manifest money because when you're learning to use the law of attraction, money is such a great tool. It gives such instant feedback. There's so many opportunities to see how the energy is flowing through you and where you might be getting tripped up or not allowing it to come in. So if you've had trouble manifesting in the past, you might want to use money as a way to learn how to use the law of attraction. Now, I have helped thousands of people manifest millions of dollars using my system Manifest 10K. And now I would love to invite you to join me complimentary and pay based on your success. You heard me right. You can join, get access to my very successful program, the Enchanted Circle, and most of all, my coaching for when you get stuck. And then you can pay me 10% of what you manifest 
after you're successful. If this sounds good to you, go to payafteryoumanifest.com to apply. That's payafteryoumanifest.com. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.